presents the Batman Universe Podcast, your source for all the latest Batman news related to movies, television, merchandise, and video games. Thanks for making the Batman Universe your ultimate source for Batman news. Hello everyone and welcome to the Batman Universe Podcast, episode number 53. I'm your host Dustin, and today we have with us, we welcome back two of our past co-hosts. We have with us... It's Apple. This is Savannah. And we are bringing you the latest movie, TV, merchandise, video game, and general news from the past, not two weeks, but actually the past three weeks. Um, and then it might be even a little bit longer than that since we recorded the last podcast. But we'll make sure to cover everything, and we have, for our spotlight character, we have a character named Cameron Chase. And in our feature, we're going to be talking about DC Universe Online. Since Apple's back, he's going to give us the lowdown on what's been going on with DCUO. So, let's get into what we've got as far as movie news starting off with. Gentlemen! Let's broaden our minds. Okay, so on April 27th, Warner Brothers sent over the first details about this summer's DC animated film, Batman Under the Red Hood. Along with the details, they they sent over some screenshots as well as the trailer. So you can check out the screenshots and the trailer online, but the details basically lay out some of the special features as well as there will be three different versions of the movie released. Uh, There will be Batman Under the Red Hood... As a single disc, there will be Batman Under the Red Hood as a two-disc special edition DVD, and then there will be Batman Under the Red Hood special edition Blu-ray. Now, if you get the two-disc special edition, you will get the featurette called Robin's Story, and it was decided it was time to add a fresh face into the story mix, which turned out to be Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Robin. This is the story of Dick Grayson and how he transformed into Robin with Batman as his father figure role model. Uh, We will then also see an extended peek at the next DC Universe animated original PG-13 movie, as well as two title-themed episodes of Warner Brothers' animation 20-year history of Batman television series handpicked by Bruce Timm. Now, if you buy the Blu-ray, you will, in addition to the ones we just mentioned, get a feature called Death in the House of Batman. And this is the story of how DC Comics heard the fans cry that the new Robin was not going to fit the cape and how the boy wonder was scheduled to die. And then we will also get two additional bonus Batman-themed episodes personally selected by Bruce Timm as well as a digital copy. If you buy the single desk, you're probably not going to get any of those. Yeah, come on, guys. you got to get the Blu-ray one already. We've been preaching about Blu-ray for forever. Yes, and on top of that, I also forgot to mention special edition Blu-ray as well as the two-disc special edition will include the DC Showcase short, Jonah Hex. Woohoo! Is Josh Brolin doing the voice for that too? He is not. Oh. (laughs) Still very exciting. But the person who is doing the voice is Thomas Jane, who some may know as the Punisher. Oh, Oh, yes, nice! So like I said, you can definitely check out the screenshots we've got as well as the trailer online. I'm counting on it. Alright, so moving into the next thing on April 29th, Warner Brothers released the trade ads for Batman Under the Red Hood, and you can take a look at the various different ones on the website. Also, on 
April 30th. The cover art for all three editions of the movie were released as well, so you can check those out as well. Batman, as one baker to another, how do you make a dishonest shortcake? Dishonest shortcake? There's strawberry shortcake. And blueberry shortcake. A dishonest shortcake. I've got it! Library. That would make it a dishonest shortcake. Right, Robin. Library. Clearly a corrupted version of the word library. All right, so now we get into some really, really good news. April 30th, Heat Vision has reported that Batman 3 has a release date. Although it is tentative, July 20th is the date that Warner Brothers has set for the sequel to the 2008's highest grossing film. And obviously, this is going to be just the start of all the news that will be coming out over the next two years. Yeah, so we're looking at, at a two-year span, guys. So remember how we told you you got to keep that patience going, but, man, man it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. Yep, at least something's sort of set to go in a timeline. That's very exciting. And Can't wait till July 20th. <laughs> and then that obviously falls into, you know, this is around the same timeline that uh, happened with The Dark Knight, where right after Comic-Con a couple weeks into August, we heard about the details, uh, well, some of the details about The Dark Knight, including Heath Ledger being cast as the Joker, as well as, you know, who of the cast was going to be returning. So we, could we possibly be hearing something as early as Comic-Con? Uh, I, I sure hope so, and we'll be there to cover it. But if it follows the same timeline, we also got to keep in mind that uh, Inception comes out literally the Friday before Comic-Con. So I'm not sure that Chris Nolan's going to want to jump into Batman 3 right away. That doesn't mean other people who are involved in Batman 3 can't be at Comic-Con. Yeah, because, I mean, and it, be, it being so close, I would figure that they would still be doing premieres around the world for Inception. And, the, I mean, from the trailer, everything looked, you know, awesome. But, man, if we could see, if we could see him at Comic-Con, man, that would be something. But... Man, that that would be really cutting it close. Yeah, it seems like he would. It would be logical for him to go to Comic Con and promote Inception, and also, hey, guess what else I'm doing in a few years? I don't know, but it doesn't always work logically like that. So hopefully he is at Comic Con, and hopefully we get some news out of it. Right. I think the the biggest thing is the problem is if he goes to Comic Con to promote Inception, well, that's great, but I think him being there and even even mentioning Batman is going to completely overshadow Inception, and that might be a bad thing. Yeah, it, yeah. But, man, Leonor, the, the screens, the trailer from Inception, you guys saw the trailer, right? Yep. Man, does, doesn't it look eerie that it, the way that Christopher Nolan films that... It, <laughs> I'm just saying, but, man, Leonardo DiCaprio, if he wants to come into the Batman universe, I think he would fit with uh, Christopher Nolan's crew. <laughs> Agreed. I'll take it from here. You can't scare me, Batman. Let me give you one word of advice. Okay. I'll tell, I'll tell. What did he say? You don't want to know. Alright, so let's get into TV news. On May 12th, Warner Brothers sent over the details for the release of Batman the Brave and the Bold Season 1, Volume 1. On DVD, it is set to hit stores on August 17th, and will, the set will include two discs, which will feature the first 13 episodes of the series. The suggested retail price will be 
You can check out the cover art as well as the list of the episodes on the website. But this is one of those things, okay, remember, about a year ago when they announced that Volume 1 was coming out, which was the first four episodes of the series, we told you not to buy it. Now, I was super excited about this when I saw Season 1 until I saw the little thing right there that says Volume 1. <laughs> but I can't get too upset, and this is why. Um, even though it's Volume 1, um, we've been seeing this happen a lot with a lot of the DC animated stuff. It's It keeps the price down, and it keeps it at a good price point where it can go on sale for $15, $12, and that's a decent price to pay for the 13 episodes. Now, it also, in regards, Warner Brothers ends up getting some more money out of the deal because they end up being able to release Volume 2 for the same price, and then they're making about $30 for the two volumes instead of just 25 for the set. But I don't think we're going to be seeing this season as one, you know, all 26 episodes in the same set for probably a couple more years, maybe even not till after the uh, series is no longer on the air. Yeah, that kind of sucked when I when I saw it and it was posted up uh, that they put volume one. I was like, why not just put all the episodes all together? But uh, it's it, it's in line with other you know like Funimation what they're doing with their DVDs where they'll bring out like a certain amount of episodes and put it like this is season one. Here you go and put it out like that. So yeah, I won't be too mad about that. But I would just rather have like a whole you know season one collection. But did did they mention anything about the 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 Blu-ray? They did not, and I'm not seeing it end up being on Blu-ray. Oh, man. Well, I think this is perfectly fine, because it'll end up being two volumes for... You end up paying $40 for the season, which is kind of comparable to what you pay for full seasons of shows anyway. So it, I, I'm glad they're doing this instead of the ridiculous four episodes at a time nonsense. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, I... If you want the show, this might be your opportunity to get it until it comes out as a either complete series or whatnot years from now. So if you want the episodes, this would be your opportunity to get them and instead of having to pay $15 for four episodes, which is what it was, which was ridiculous. So moving into merchandise news, we only have two things. The first thing we have is on April 23rd, Toy News International posts up some new images for a figure that we announced back in February. This is for the Rebel Tech Batman figure. And basically, back in February, uh, the Wonder Festival, which is the equivalent to the New York Toy Fair, uh, had a Japanese company called Kyoto. And they have an action figure line called Revoltuck SFX. And they have been teasing the public with this line of figures since 2008. The line features iconic characters from both Japanese and American TV and film. So they have a Batman figure that has interchangeable hands, gadgets, and heads. And you can see the pictures on the website. Uh, the new pictures straight from Revoltuck instead of the pictures we had posted previously that were photos taken at the Wonder Festival. 
Yeah, guys. So please, I mean, if you can try to order this from somewhere, if you join the the Batman Universe forums, we'll try to keep you updated as far as who's going to carry them, and that way you can buy them because this kind of set sells out quick. If you know anything about the Rebel Tech series, uh, these these are going to be hard to find, guys. And just looking at the picture, it looks pretty amazing. The sculpt is pretty good, and just looks like a cool thing to have. <laughs> Marvelous. Simply all right, so the other bit of news we have is on May 14th, uh, Christmas may in fact be the very last thing you are thinking about right now, but for Hallmark is the one thing that they think about year-round. Hallmark announced that they have, in fact, another Batman ornament coming out this year, and it's entitled Batman the Cape Crusader. And the, I guess you could call it a solicitation, says, Using intellect and skill, this tiny replica of the greatest, world's greatest detective is ready to take down any evil force. It'll be four and a quarter inches tall. Yeah, you, you know that's going on my Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. To the Batmobile. Let's go. All right, so then moving into video game news, there's only been one thing that's come out since we last recorded, and that's, in fact, that the Batman Arkham Asylum Game of the Year edition is now available. We've discussed this previously on multiple podcasts in the past leading up to the release, but it is available now, and it does add some cool elements as far as uh, the 3D glasses and it makes the Scarecrow levels pretty interesting. Also on top of that there's a lot of the challenge maps that were first exclusives are now combined onto the Game of the Year edition as well as uh, I was told by a friend that the Xbox now has the Joker as a playable character as well for the challenge maps. So a lot of things going on with Batman Arkham Asylum. I'm not buying into the whole 3D thing, so I'll just stay there right now. But it would be very cool for uh, Xbox fans to finally, you know, play with the Joker. Uh, to, you know, to finally pick up this edition. And to even sell these, if people want to play in 3D, then morph to you. Pick it up and, and please play Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah, kind of blows my mind that they can already do 3D video games. I don't know. I remember going to uh, a theater don't, don't, like... don't get too ahead of yourself <laughs> this is only this is the the old style 3d with the red and blue glasses oh wow <laughs> still i mean that they're making video games in the 3d it's just so weird i don't know i'm not Bizarre. 3d thing either and I, i've talked about that on past podcasts because we had a story that we talked about before about uh, the possibility of batman 3 being in 3d and i said Please don't. And the response yeah. from Wally Pfister, the cinematographer for the film, was like, I'm not seeing that happen. Chris Nolan doesn't want to like, go into that stuff. So I was like, good riddance. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 3D, uh, come on, guys. I saw Avatar in 3D. It wasn't 3D everywhere. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I just can't believe people are buying into this and making TV. I'm not wearing glasses watching TV. I'm sorry. <laughs> doesn't really help especially if for those people who already have glasses i know yeah, right <laughs> not gonna be fun <laughs> exactly and what about the people that already had like you know corrective eye surgery they, they wanted to get rid of glasses now you're telling them to put glasses back on come on <laughs> yeah taking up video games are we sir all right so then moving into general news surprisingly enough we actually have some general news on april 25th Warner Brothers and DC Comics are in the early stages of developing a live-action stage show based on the Cape Crusader. The tentative title is Batman Live. 
Heat Vision found out a number of details about the proposed idea. The show will not be a musical or be Broadway-bound. The show is being created for kids and families as an elaborate arena production. Alan Burnett, who has previously worked on such Batman projects as Batman and the Mask of Phantasm, is currently developing the story and script. Warner Brothers Consumer Products is spearheading the project. No word on when the show will hit theaters or arenas, but there are thoughts being raised. But there are thoughts being raised for after Chris Nolan's Batman Three in 2012, or as early as next year. So, what do we think about that? Batman the Musical. It's not mm. a musical. Not a musical. <laughs> well, Which just like a stage show. Whatever. So. <laughs> I guess. I guess when I'm thinking, when I th- like when I read this, and I was th- the first thing I thought when I saw the title on Heat Vision was. Musical. Interesting. They saw the success of uh, the Music Maestro episode and said, hey, this could be a good idea. And then I saw that Alan Burnett was attached to it, and I really thought to myself, what is he doing? The guy who, you know, he, he wrote episodes of Batman the Animated Series, he wrote Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Where could he possibly be going, or where could he be at in his life right now to be writing a musical? <laughs> and then when I read, of course, it's not going to be a musical, I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So then when they said it was going to be an arena production for kids and families, I thought, um, okay, I don't know exactly what I could compare this to. The only arena production that I could think of would be Circus Olay or, Circus Olay or uh, even, you know, Barnum and Bailey's Ringling Brothers. Those are the only things I could think of when I think of things that are at arenas that are meant for kids and families. You know, they have those, uh, the Walt Disney thing and then walking with dinosaur type things where they're just like walking around like an arena. Uh, maybe like a big Batman. <laughs> but Yeah. I think, uh, doesn't that generally mean like more interactive? Because yeah. I don't know why, but that's what I thought of when I saw Arena. But now that I am really thinking about it, I don't know of anything that I've seen in an arena. I don't know <laughs> besides if, concerts. If any, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys know about this, but medieval times—that's that's what came to my mind when I thought about arena production and having Batman. I thought of medieval times. Medieval times is basically uh, knights of the you know round table. They fight and they joust. And they had this tournament, and well, the, another part of the 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 feel of it is that you get served by people who are wearing clothes from that era. You're also getting you're eating food that's you know you're eating big drumsticks, food that you'd be eating back then. Not that the food would be involved with the Batman show, but I thought to myself, well, maybe we could have Batman like battling some villains or something. And it is more kid friendly, but have like I don't know, like Joker have his his Joker venom, and it ends up being I don't know, like a burst of water or something. I, I I'm really reaching here, but that's kind of what I was thinking of, and thinking eh, it could be cool. And if it came to my town, I would probably go see it. Oh yeah, I would definitely be there. <laughs> I just want to kind of want to know, like, okay, what direction are we going in? Yeah, I really hope this is good, cause. I mean, being a Batman nerd and a theater nerd, this is just exciting, but also making me tense. Because if it's bad, it's going to be bad. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what the truth is. All right, so that's going to take us into our spotlight character. Like we said earlier, uh, we are going to be covering a character whose name is Cameron Chase. 
All right, Cameron Chase was the daughter of an obscure superhero who grew up in hiding her metahuman potential, instead becoming one of the most celebrated agents at the Department of Extra, Extra Normal Operations. This was in Batman 550 in January of 1998. Walter Chase doubled as the acrobat, a costume crime fighter and member of the Justice Experience in between the two great ages of superheroes. One opponent, Dr. Trapp, killed Chase in his own home, and it was young Cameron, his oldest child, who found the body. As she grew up, she remained angry at superheroes and developed a distrust for, for them. As an adult, she became a private investigator, dealing out justice in her own way until recruited to the DEO by its director, the reformed supervillain, Mr. Bones. During her time with the DEO, she learned that when pushed, she could exert a power that dampened other metahumans' abilities. And despite her dislike of superheroes, she encountered many in her time with the DEO, including Batman, on several occasions. One assignment had her seek out his true identity, but it resulted in a rare failure. This was in Chase number 7 and 8, August, September of 1998. Experiences with the heroes softened her objection to them, and she finally seemed to accept them when she learned that her college roommate, Kate Spencer, had become the latest Manhunter. They trained together, and eventually Chase began an affair with Dylan Battles, a former criminal henchman who had come to work with Spencer. When not on the West Coast with Manhunter, Chase maintained an apartment in Brooklyn's Park Slope. She also had a romantic relationship with the civilian Peter Rice, although the affair with Battles may have ended that. And that is Cameron Chase. And the reason why we bring her up is specifically because she deals with not only Batman, but she also deals with Kate Spencer. And Kate Spencer's been in Batman Streets of Gotham in the co-feature. You can pick that up once a month at your local comic shop. You have learned to bury your guilt with anger. I will teach you to confront it and to face the truth. You know how to fight six men. We can teach you how to engage 600. You know how to disappear. We can teach you to become truly invisible. So that is our spotlight character. We're now going to jump into our feature, and I'm going to hand it over to Apple, and he's going to let us know what we've been missing with the DC Universe Online. Okay, guys, for DC Universe Online, okay, right now is a very exciting time to be in a Batman fan and also part of the Batman Universe. And in DC Universe Online, the video game, up to this point, all we've seen of Batman currently is the Batcave. All they've shown us so far is mainly Metropolis, Star Labs, and maybe little glimpses of Arkham Asylum. Now, going into a very, very big month next month, which is starting in June, is the start of E3. Okay, E3 is a big convention where you show everything, every video game company, every video game publisher comes out and shows their new products, their new video games, everything that they're bringing out for this next part of the next year and hopefully until next E3. Now, DC2O will be at E3, and this time is for a show-and-tell where they will be showing something of Gotham City. Now, some speculate that they're going to show more of Gotham City that's been led on to believe. Most believe that it's going to be uh, a certain part of Gotham City that belongs to the Joker, and it looks like in a Joker's amusement park is what's going to be shown there. 
and uh, Chris Cow, who is one of the creative directors for uh, DC Universe Online, uh, has kind of leaked out that you know it's going to probably deal with Gotham City. But in course, if the video game, as we have suggested, you know, is coming out in November, they have to show more of Gotham City right now for Batman fans. So we want to see what Gotham City is going to tell. So the Joker Amusement Park may be at E3. Now, see, that's that's interesting and. Apple, like Apple said, we've been we've been suggesting on past podcasts that we're looking at November as the release date for this game, specifically because of a couple of things. One, this game's been in production for ever. I mean, it, it's really been in, they've been making it forever. Which I I don't want them to rush it, obviously, because we don't want it to be you know a crap game. But at the same time, they've been hyping this thing for years and been giving us very little. So there's that reason. One of our first episodes, if you if you remember that, we actually broke the news about DC Universe Online. And that was here at the Batman Universe when we broke it. That's right. So then the other reason we possibly think it's coming out in November is because uh, DC Direct, who announces their products uh, just about eight months ahead of time, has announced that in November they are coming out with a bunch of DCUO-related merchandise. Statues based on characters that are in the game, based on their their actual appearance in the game. So there'd be no reason for this stuff to be coming out in November if there wasn't a game coming out to go with it. Now, at the same time, DC Direct also is notorious for having things come out late um, as well, but that doesn't mean when this stuff is actually scheduled to come out doesn't, I have a feeling it has to play into this release date, despite the fact that they haven't announced it yet. Right. Now, uh, as far as like uh, whenever you're going out to place your orders, you can actually place and reserve DCO currently right now at GameStop. And GameStop was giving you a date of September 22nd, I believe, it was the date that they were giving. But... When the previews came out and the statues were shown, of course, Dustin, the BatmanUniverse.net had mentioned it. Us over at the DCO-Unlimited.com reported it, too, that the statues were the link to the release date because everything that, of course, if we collect the Batman, the statues have never been laid to any DVD. And so that point right there led to the clues of the release date. Now, if you go to GameStop, the release date has changed to November 9th. Now, if you look on at Amazon.com, Amazon is currently the one right now that if you go order the PC version of DC Universe online, they have two different variants. They have a Hero Edition and a Villain Edition. And those PC versions are the collector's editions are going for somewhere around $99 uh, at GameStop. But on Amazon, if you go to the BatmanUniverse.net and reserve yours right now, you can actually get it for $79.99. And you can get that right there. Now, they also have the regular edition, which is just going to go ahead and be for uh, uh, $59. On the PS3 side, you're going to have the Hero Collection Edition, which I'm assuming they might bring out a villain one now that... Amazon is kind of let on that there is a villain side now. So uh, you can go ahead and reserve those. Try to reserve them through Amazon. Amazon's cheaper right now, and they're going to give you probably the best deal. But 
if you don't want to order through Amazon.com, you do have GameStops where you can go ahead and order it. But what's very cool is that whenever you go to GameStop and you look for DC Universe Online, on the back picture, they show Batman with uh, a Gotham City side, but they also show Superman and, of course, other little pictures. But Batman is taking up one of the main pictures that looks like it's going to be in the back of the cover. And let's just go over. I mean, there's some people out there, I'm sure, because we haven't talked about the game a lot recently since you haven't been on the podcast for a while just go over briefly what the game is and what the game is about for those people who may not know what it is okay uh dc universe online is a multi-massive online action game and they want to stress action games so if you're familiar with assassin's creed infamous how heck i'll even throw in god of war in there if you're familiar with those game mechanics that's what they're going to give you in DC Universe Online. This game is going to be huge, which means that if you're placed in the middle of Gotham City, it can take you literally a couple of minutes, which we are guessing maybe between 15, maybe 30 minutes to reach either side of the city. That's how large of the scope this is. Now, Gotham City is not the only city. They're already promoting uh, Metropolis. Uh, if you're going to be a good side, if you're going to be a hero, uh, you're going to be joining the really the Justice League team at the Justice League Tower, which is going to be in outer space. And more or less what we've gathered is that that's where you were going to receive your, your missions, your case files from. And uh, once, you, once you receive them, your missions, you're going to head on down. And, of course, you're going to fight alongside Batman, Superman, Flash, Wonder Woman, uh, Green Arrow. And whatever the mission entails, that's what you're going to go ahead and take care of. Now, if you're on the villain side, you're going to join the Legion of Doom. And in Legion of Doom, of course, they have their own hideout. And that hideout is where you'll go ahead and get your missions and you'll start to complete it. Now, uh, for those that don't know, multi-massive online is just, is just huge. It's massive. If you heard anybody speak of World of Warcraft and know anybody that plays them, this is on that scale. The scale of being a large, large area where it's not just going to be something where it's a linear type game. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be a massive area that if you're in one place, it might take you a while to get to the other place. Also, depending on your superpowers or if, well, more or less like you're if you're going to be like me and Dust, we're not going to use superpowers. But, uh, you know, we'll probably be like gadgeteer type you know, people, villains, heroes, but uh, that's what it kind of entails for you to be. And uh, so far, Wes Yanagi, uh, one of the directors for the video game, had mentioned that there was not going to be any subscription fees. Now, most times when you play an MMO, usually monthly, they charge you a monthly fee, of course, to maintain the servers because really, guys, there is a lot of people playing these type of video games and to keep the type of information you got to have people on hand just in case something messes up so it's going to be huge but so far that we know there's no subscription fees which is going to be great for you just to hop in with us and play on your ps3 or or your pc and this is a perfect time to start saving up for a ps3 if you don't already have one because you cannot get this on xbox which just proves my point that uh PS3 is just the better system, especially when it comes down to uh, Batman-related things. But uh, that aside, um, <laughs> that aside, this is a perfect opportunity because you know 
PlayStation 3 sitting at $299 right now. You can get the new Slim Edition one, or the, the Slim PS3, which I'm looking to get one. Uh, you know, I have my original one that's backwards compatible, but I'm looking to get a Slim one before the game comes out. Now is the perfect time to start saving, because if this game does end up coming out in November, sometimes it does take some people to uh, save up 300 bucks, especially with... All the comics we've got coming out, especially, for instance, next month, where instead of a normal 12 issues of comics we've got coming out, we have, like, I think, 22. So, yeah, busy time for comics, uh, busy time for everything related to Batman as far as merchandise and comics. Um, we've got the Batman Under the Red Hood coming out in July, and if you make it out to Comic-Con, I'm sure you're going to be dropping a couple hundred bucks there, so... This is a good time to start saving up for your PS3 so you can play the game. Now, that's not to say if you have a PC, you can't play, but I think because PS3 doesn't really have a ginormous uh, MMO game, I think this is going to be something really big, especially since Sony's <laughs> kind of the people pushing this game. Yeah, that, that's that's what's uh, the exciting part, is that for fans that don't know, DC Universe Online was made for PS3, while the PC was made along with it. So their focus has always been PS3, which is, it's really great. I mean, to, to have this, and some rumors, guys, and remember, take this with a grain of salt, that they may release a special PS3 DCO a limited edition. Um, I haven't seen that on the SKUs. I haven't, I haven't seen a, a, a hardcore yet picture of one yet or in a box. But from a, a local game site, they had mentioned that it was going to be uh, a special edition, maybe for PS3. And honestly, I, 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 would, I would even reiterate that and say it's a high possibility, considering Sony's the publisher of the game, which is a pretty inclination that it's very likely. Didn't God of War have a special edition PS3? Yeah, but it was very limited, wasn't it? it was I don't even think limited. we got any over here. Right, it was very limited, but nonetheless, that's a Sony game as well. And that that got its own edition. Needless to say, with Sony being the publisher of the game, it's very possible that Sony will push this even harder, especially for people out there who don't have PS3s, and say, hey, you want this game? You've got to have a PS3, so buy this special edition PS3, because I, I honestly think a lot of people are going to be buying the PS3 to play this game. I do too. Yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap up that feature. Uh, I got a bunch of different things to cover as far as some announcements. The first thing we've got is I want to reiterate we're still taking uh, people for the quiz show that will happen sometime in the future. Um, if you think you know everything you need to know about Batman and you want to be named the biggest Batman fan of the Batman universe, then send us an email and let us know that you want to be involved in the quiz show. All you need to have is you need to either have a computer with Skype or we can even do it over a telephone and have some free time in order for us to quiz you. On top of being named the biggest Batman fan of the Batman universe, you will also get a significant prize package that will include a copy of Batman Arkham Asylum Collector's Edition, for the Xbox 360, as well as many other things, but I'm not going to go into That's the biggest item that's in the prize package as of right now. Uh, the next thing I've got is San Diego Comic-Con is right around the corner, and myself, will, I will be attending, Apple will be attending, Josh will be attending as well, 
and we've been having a kind of uh, surge of people talking about different things going on with San Diego on the forums. And I want to throw this out there because we mentioned this before, but I want to see how many people would actually be interested in this. Um, there's been talk about having a bat meet um, at San Diego for the fans of the Batman universe to meet up with us and to get together as fans of Batman and to meet up and do something. I'm not sure what yet. We'll have, we'll figure that out beforehand, but I need to find out how many people are actually interested in doing this. Um, you obviously would need to be going to San Diego, and even if you don't, even if you know you're not going to be going every day, let us know that you're going to be going what day, and then we can try to plan accordingly. Um, right now, most likely it'll happen on Saturday because Saturday is the day where there's a little bit less going on as far as news stuff. But that could be that could change depending on you know how many people are interested and how many people are going to be there on the specific days. So send us an email and let us know about that as well. With both of those, we've obviously there's a ton of other things that you can do to get involved with the Batman universe. You can join the forums and talk with other Batman fans. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can leave us a review on iTunes. You can listen to the Batman Universe comic podcast and the Batman Universe specials. The Batman Universe specials has one of the things that I know a lot of people have been asking for is the blooper show. Uh, we put out a show that has nothing but all the bloopers from the past two years. Um, and of course, we still have more bloopers coming. So we'll obviously have another blooper show sometime in the future as well. We are also planning on doing some animated movie commentaries sometime in the near future. We're definitely going to get some of those out before San Diego. Uh, so that way, when you're on the plane on the way to San Diego, you can pop in and listen to the commentary while you're watching the movie on the plane. So with all of those things, the last, and of course not least, is that you can email us at podcast at thebatmanuniverse.net with any questions, concerns, comments, or, like I said, to let us know whether or not you want to be in you're interested in the quiz show, or if you're going to be in San Diego and want to be involved with a possible bat meet. So, that's everything. I'm Dustin. I'm Apple. This is Savannah. And you've been listening to the Batman Universe podcast, episode 53. We'll see you guys next time. Take care, guys. Thanks, everybody. Dustin the baby, congrats, it's a boy. It is a boy. Yeah. Oh wow. That's awesome. So are we gonna go with Oliver or So these are the two we're down to two names. We're down to either Grayson or <laughs> Damien. Oh. And the best part is she doesn't know either one of those names is linked to Batman. She doesn't wow. know Grayson? Well, maybe she does, but she hasn't said that she does. <laughs> well, that's a positive. I think Grayson looked cool. That's awesome. All right, so I can see that it still hasn't finished downloading. So not even close. Yeah, I forgot how big it was. 
So Apple, we'll just go back and forth. I'll I'll do the first one and so forth and so on. Okay. As she grew up, she remained angry to super. Oh wait, no, no, that was at. As an adult, she became a private investigator, dealing out justice in her own way until recruiting. Recruited. I'm sorry. Her own way until. Mm, a former criminal henchman who had became. Mm, I'm stuck right there. A former. Car- 